and get right to it. Okay, so the Gemara left off on the, at the end of Daphmem. I hope you all had a chance to see it. The Gemara left off in the middle of a discussion. Um, you know, let me just take it from the last two and a half lines of Daphmem. Um, I'm sorry, I went to, I jumped ahead. We want to be on that one base. <laughs> got to confuse that. Got a little, got a little uh, thrown off by skipping a shear, right? Today we're on that one base. Yesterday we were on that one. Now we're on that one. Um, okay. We're in the middle of discussing as follows. And we're discussing what happens to um, hay rice, to fruit which was brought out of the tongue. What happens if you bring fruit out of the tongue? So uh, the Gemara said, right, that it's a machlegis tanoim. If it was done b'shegeg, they should, they may be eaten. But if it was done b'mezid, they may not be eaten. If it was done on purpose, they can't be eaten. So says the Gemara, Rabbi Nechemya, so he says a very cryptic thing. Rabbi Nechemya says, if they are uh, if they're bimkoimon, if they're in the, their place, they may be eaten. And if not, they may not be eaten. So that's very strange. It's not really responding to the original statement, which had to do with intent, not location. So it says the Gemara, my bimkoimon, what does he say? If what he means to modify is the case of bimkoimon, the case of a deliberate uh, transportation of fruits out of the tchom. Says the Gemara, v'akotani behedyer v'nechemri v'lazer ben Yaakov oimrim v'ayla masur anachiyachsa Right? After all, you're not, you can't fool us. Because uh, we have, we just had Rabbi Nechemia and Rabbi Lezben Yaakov on the mouth from the bay saying that uh, they're always going to be asur until they're brought back to their place. So it can't be, right? It can't be that um, Rabbi Nechemia is just saying, is that Rabbi Nechemia is actually saying um, uh, that, right? The, the, the implication of Rabbi Nechemia's statement is that, is that not only is he, right, uh, is he being machmir, um, he's certainly not going to be so makeless to permit uh, fruits which are transported to Mazin, um, if they were even just because they were brought back to their place. We, the, the, the tone of his voice, of, of his statement, suggests that he's being much more machmir. So says the Gemara. Um, um, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, right? And, and his very statement says, they've got to come back to their place. Right in the case of shagging, so there's no question. I should say it's not just the tone of his voice. Uh, that wasn't the correct thing to say. It's much more that his his very statement contains within it um, an affirmation that he's only permitting um, payrois uh, fruits which are brought out of the tchum, even if they were brought back to their original location when it's b'shagig, when it is a mistake, but certainly not b'meizin, not on purpose. Ella says the Gemara labim akaymon b'shagig. He must be referring to akaymon b'shagig, and he's saying that the, the fruits may only be eaten when they're restored, they're returned to their original place, and they were only ever brought out by mistake. We're missing some words. This is how it should be read. Fruits which were brought out of the tchom. If it was done by accident, that's fine, but if they were done, if, then they may be eaten. Right? If it was done on purpose, you can't eat them. Under what circumstances is this true? That's only when there's shaloi bim kaima, right? This is the Tanakama talking, when they're still out of place. Album kaima, if they've been restored to their place, afilu b'meizid yoichlu, they may even be eaten if they were brought out on purpose. To which the Gemara responds, or excuse me, Rebbe responds, also Rebbe Chaim yilameimar, afilu bim kaima, nami b'shayigim b'meizid blood. Right, that's what Rebbe says, no, b'shayigim b'meizid blood. That's only, um, uh, that permission is only in the case where they were brought out b'shayigim by accident, but if it's b'meizid, 
they're not permitted anymore. Says the Gemara Loy, I reject that reading. The Gemara rejects that reading. The Actually, everyone agrees that if they were deliberately brought out of their place, and even if they were subsequently returned, they're still forbidden. The entire debate is actually about if they were accidentally brought out of their place and left in the place um, in, in the place they were brought out to. Tanakama Sover Bishagik Shari Shalabim Kaiman. Uh, if it's Bishagik, it's permitted. If it's an accident, it's fine. Rabbi Nechemi Sover Afil Shagik Bum Kaiman in Shalabim Kaiman. Right? Even uh, a Shagik may only be eaten in its original place. Says the Gemara, Bamidikatani Seifa, Rabbi Nechemi was Binyakabayim, Rabbi Masurna Chaksum Kaiman Shagikin. Right? After all, you see this. Turning off these notifications. Um, but sorry, Yamtiv, you know, you get a lot of things start pouring in. Um, uh, so, th- did we not learn the safe end of the Brice? Um, their language is, right? says they're forbidden until they are brought back to their place. The implication is that they're coming to argue with the Tanakama that. Um, B'meizid nami shari, that B'meizid is also permitted. So says the Gemara, says the Gemara, um, Shmamina, you know what, that's a pretty good argument, and we see from here that Tanoihi, that it's actually, as the Gemara was attempting to say back on that B'malet, it's actually a Machloikis Tanoi. In, fact, in other words, this, we had this, we had this discussion on the mouth on the base, between Amai Roy and the Gemara is clarifying that in fact it's a Machloikis Tanoi. What happens if you're, if you're walking and you realize that uh, you don't know uh, where the Tchum Shabbos is, right? So what's, this, uh, what's the scenario you find yourself in? Um, what's the scenario exactly that we're describing? So says the Gemara, says the Gemara, um, you're, uh, you're uh, right, you, 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 you realize that you need to calculate afresh. You don't know the truck. So what should you do? So you can go 2,000 um, steps, right? Because Rashi explains the average, uh, um, what's the word? Pace, right? A, the, a, a, a person's, a person's um, the, the, the distance an average person walks um, with each step is about an amas. So you can measure a 2,000 amas by kind of medium-sized steps. So we come Shabbos, and now you know what the truck is. If you found yourself spending Shabbos in the middle of a valley, right, in the middle of a valley, so you have your, right, you have your zone, you're able to, right, that's where you spend Shabbos, so you can, you have 2,000 Amis to play in, in each direction. But what happened? In the middle of Shabbos, some came along and they put up a fence. So, and now you gain the ability, you can travel all around in it, and out to 2,000 Amis, and you can, you can carry in it. Rashi explains what this means is you can not only carry throughout the valley, because after all, it's got walls. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's Erev. It's, it has an excellent machita in terms of Erevin. Not only that, um, um, it also qualifies uh, to allow you to do Zerika, to throw an item from inside the walled area to outside the walled area. Because we hold a mechitza, a wall, which was built on Shabbos, has a lot of significance. It counts as a wall. And therefore, um, you're able to even throw something 
out into the other side, and that's that's uh, permitted. Rav Huna says, "Mahalich al payimam with helpful dalad amos." Right? You can you, while you can continue walking all the two thousand amos in this direction, you're limited. You can only carry uh, four amos at a time. You can only carry four amos at a time. Right? Um, 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 And you certainly can't throw things outside the uh, the fenced-in area. And the Gemara is going to get into the particulars of of why Rufuna holds what he holds. Says the Gemara, hold on. What's, what do you mean? Why is he so machmir? What's he what is, what's he getting about? Says the Gemara. We're worried that he's gonna he's gonna throw his ball over the fence, and then he's gonna say, "Hey, I want my ball," and it'll end up going out of Chum Shabbos. Says the Gemara. Right, let him at least carry within uh, his space. You know, okay, so there's no throwing allowed, but but let him carry normally. Right, let him carry. He's in an air of space. Says the Gemara. When Shabbos set in, after all, right, um, this area was totally open um, to an area which was actually outside the Tchum Shabbos. So therefore, um, it has the status of a mechitza shenifritza, a totally broken down wall. And it does not qualify uh, to permit you to carry, because Erevin always depend on the status of things going into Shabbos, and this wall was only built after that. Okay, so it says the Gemara, um, You can walk around as much as you want within your two thousand amos, and you can carry normally, right? No throwing, but you can carry normally within the two thousand amos, right? You can't throw out of it. But you can carry all around in it. So says the Gemara. Command like Rav Nachman, like Rav Huna. That's neither like Rav Nachman nor Rav Huna. That doesn't fit either opinion, right? You're not being particularly machmer. You're not being particularly mekel. And you can't really explain what the difference. Why, why would you say that? So the Gemara Ema correct correct his statement. What he meant to say was arba, right? You can carry within a four amas space. Ihachi says the Gemara heinu de Rav Huna. So he should have just said I hold like Rav Huna. You know what? He actually—that's actually what he meant to say. He was just concurring with Ravuna. So Rav Nachman on, uh, in this matter said, "It's not correct." He told Ravuna, "Don't disagree with Shmuel here." The Shmuel, the Tanya literally the Shmuel, the Tanya Kavit say he has a brisa uh, in accordance with his opinion. The Tanya we learned in a brisa. A fellow was measuring out his um, his tchum. Uh, and the Kosamidasi Bechatia era, and his 2000 Amois finishes halfway through another city, the next town over. So Mutalatatum Kolha Ir Kula. He's allowed to carry in the way we describe. In other words, he can, he can only go up until his 2000 Amois space, but he can then go, right, and, um, um, and, he, can, uh, and he can carry Ayyadez Rika. In other words, he can throw things out past his 2000 Amois limits. Um, as long as his feet don't pass. The tchum says the Gemara. What's the case? Right, the Maimetalto. Excuse me. What could we be talking about? What kind of carrying are you allowed to do? Right, uh, past the tchum. Right, knows the whole the city might go for many miles past past your tchum. So what do you mean you can carry throughout the city? It must mean Right, clearly uh, must be a case where um, where you're throwing the item uh, out of your area into the next area. So says the Gemara. No, that's not the case. You're pulling things in from outside, right, to, uh, to where you are. So that's not a problem because you're not going to, more or less concerned that you're going to lose your ball and run after your ball. Um, you just found something and you want to take it. 
but uh, but uh, in this, but if you wanted to actually throw it out, then that would still be an issue. Okay. It's a very similar case. You were measuring out your trum and you ran out of rope. Your 2,000 amis ended in halfway through a chatzar, halfway through a courtyard. You cannot go past half the courtyard. This is the Marapshita. That's a no-brainer. That's the way it always works. Says the Gemara, a little more optimistic. He has, right? He has half a courtyard. Says the Gemara, that's, that's also obvious, right? Says You might say he has to be machmer. He has to say, well, since I don't have this access to this entire courtyard, I'm not allowed to carry in it at all. Why? Because after all, um, after all, I may uh, come to go past where I'm allowed to go. Kamash Malon. You see that the chiddush that Ravun is telling us is that you actually are permitted to go right up to the edge. Okay. Amr of Nachman Maigali Huna Huna concedes to me in a case. Which case? If you're measuring and your rope ends at a spasa tikra, in other words, there's a place. Imagine like a, like in the back of the shul, um, where you have just a roof, right? Imagine like that kind of pergola sukkah thing that's go, that that goes that we have in the back. So there's some kind of roof, and there are no walls. There's just a roof. So in that situation, we say that the p tikra is here, v'saysem, right? In other words, and that has to do with perception. That has to do with the fact that. We view that, since there are no walls, we kind of project, we imagine a, a wall, we, we imagine the end of that space as being at the outermost plane um, uh, of the roof, right? Which kind of goes down and simulates a wall in our consciousness. So says the Gemara, um, Ravuna actually concedes that case. My time, right? I'm sorry, the Mutzlotat of that you're allowed to carry throughout the whole house. My time, Right, because uh, since uh, since you have that kind of that strong visual of or, or, or mental image of the uh, of the of the p tikra of the edge of the roof coming down and sealing off, so we're not worried that you're going to wander past it. Right, in other words, the, the rope goes through the house up until that p tikra up until that that open space um, which has a, 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 a roof. So since that roof is so blatant and obvious to me, and we're not worried that I'm going to wander past it. I see it as a wall. I'm a very halakhically oriented person, and I see it as a wall. Okay. This is like a machlokis Right? We had the mission of if, they, if the non-Jews kidnap a guy and they take him to a different city and they put him in a pen, right? They lock him up in a, in a corral. So when Gamliel Rebloz Ben Azariah, I mean, Mahalich is cooler, right? You can walk throughout the whole pen. You can only go four hours at a time. Right, I'm sorry, you only have the primary. Why do they say this? Well, presumably, because they, they would say like this. They would say, since technically the space you're in um, is, uh, is, um, is um, what do you call it? Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The space you're in is totally um, enclosed. Right, it's totally enclosed. So uh, it has mechitzites. You're in. You're really in just one space. It's not like it's not like you're in a freestanding area. So technically, right? Technically, you should be able to um, you should be able to walk through the whole area. But the concern is, um, we're afraid that the non-Jews will place you next in a place which does not have walls, and then you're going to mess up. You're going to make a mistake. Right, so we don't want to permit that, even though you're in this wide open space. We don't want to permit you because ultimately, because their offense is kind of out beyond the, you know, uh, 
maybe perhaps the, the fences are far away, they're not so in your face, but we don't want you to mess up and end up carrying in a similar unfenced, uh, excuse me, walking around, walking past your trum in a similar unfenced space. So now, okay, what's the significance of that? What does that have to do with the discussion we just had? Says the Gemara, Gazri. Since they don't make that gazera till the Gazri, it would seem they also would permit you, right? Um, they would they would not be concerned. They would allow you to do tiltul of zrika to throw something out of your tchum space, and they're not going to worry that um, that you're going to end up walking out to it because it's a similar kind of gazera. It's a similar kind of decree. They, who insist that you only have four amos, they say, ah, oh, like we described earlier, that you, oh, we're afraid you're going to end up um, uh, um, walking in a space that's unfair. And since, right, since they, they have a gezerah that way, they presumably would also make a gezerah in reference to tilto, right? So that would be another source for this being a machlegas tanoim, that uh, this Machlekes Ravuna and Shmuel is actually Machlekes Tanoim um, based on our own Mishnah because it's very similar to the question of being making a Gezeira of Hiluch, Atu, uh, uh, excuse me, of Sahar, Atu, Bika. So very similarly is Tilto, Atu, Hiluch. Right? Hiluch, Atu, Hiluch, Tilto, Atu, Hiluch. So says the Gemara, Nimai, who says, Dilmikila, Gazim, Gilever, Lazbun, Azariah, Hiluch, Sarvadir, Atu, Hiluch, Bika. The reason they don't make the gzair is because those are two different spaces. In the space I'm in, there's no problem. The only problem is, what if I would be put in another space? I might make a mistake. Okay, so they would say, all right, we're not, we don't make a gzair there. Right, that's already very uh, far out concern. You're standing in one place. Right, you're standing in one place. You might throw something out of there, and then you might just keep right on walking into, a pla- into the forbidden place. You're throwing the place, you're throwing into the forbidden place, and you might walk into the forbidden place. There's one place. They might agree. They might say, sure, it's perfectly appropriate to make a gzair in that in such a case. Maybe it has nothing to do with gzair. Maybe their opinion simply is that they, um, uh, this general rule that, a, that, that even a very large house or a very large space that has walls is considered like one four amas space that you can wander around that at, 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 at will. So, that's only true if you started Shabbos there. That's only true if you started Shabbos there from right if you were there since Friday. When Goyim just dropped you off there in the middle of Shabbos, maybe they wouldn't permit it. So, uh, it's, it's not a gzera issue, it's a halachic issue. They hold that there's no permission. Okay. The halacha is in accordance with Rabbi Gamliel, who permits you to walk around freely in a deer v'sahar, in a pen or corral, uh, even a very large one, and a sfina, right, or at least out to 2,000 amish, and a sfina, or, and throughout a boat. Right, if, you're, if, a, if a person in Fort Nebuch is kidnapped and placed in a boat, he can walk around freely in the boat. Shmuel Shmuel disagrees. He says, It's only true, we only hold Allah on a boat. But not in a corral. Why? It seems clear, everyone agrees, that the halacha is when it comes to a boat. My time, why is that? Because, um, um, you, uh, you found yourself, in the case of the ship, 
you weren't plopped on the ship on Shabbos. You were plopped on, if I said that before, that was not correct. Um, you, you, were, you were plopped on the ship before Shabbos, and then the ship sailed out of the Tchum, right? So technically, in terms of the walls that surround you currently, you are surrounded by the same walls since Friday. So that's a plus. That's a Milo. That might be all you need. Reb Zeira, Amar Reb Zeira is a different suggestion. Right? I am staying in the same place. It's only the boat that's moving. So I'm allowed to kind of say my location is based within the boat. Where am I? It's not that I'm at this longitude, this latitude, this longitude, this latitude, and so on. I'm in the boat. The boat's moving. That's not my problem. That's not my problem. I'm not going anywhere. My um, Beinayu, so what nafkamina is there between the two approaches? Ika Beinayu, Shenafchosai, I'm sorry, Right, so this seems like you'd have a lot of other problems too, but um, if the walls of the, if, the, if the, the hull of the ship collapses, right, if the walls are no longer there, so if you're dependent on the walls, like Rabbit claims, so then you're, then you're out of luck. But if you're, if you're not dependent on the walls, like Rabzeira, so um, uh, then you're going to be okay, but you're probably going to drown. Inami, um, another potential case is if you're jumping from boat to boat. So if you're jumping from boat to boat, again, if the point is, if, in other words, if you're transferred to a different boat, so if the point is that I started Shabbos on this boat, well, now you're in a different boat, so I'm sorry. But if the point is that I'm not moving, it's only the boat that's moving, so um, then you're still going to be okay. No, I'm done. Okay, I think we're going to cut off here, gentlemen. Can I ask you to help me with a brief experiment? Let me just turn off the recording.